0: Okay, it's the great debates. Okay. We're here. We got our microphones. We mm-hmm. got our rolling mm-hmm. tape here, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get into a micro debate. I'm putting four minutes on the clock. I feel like that's appropriate. Let's do it. Healy's gonna take the pro on this topic submitted by listener Tyson, whose last name we don't really know, so we can't use his last initial. His name is Tyson. Healy taking the pro four minutes on the clock. The opposite of poop is food. Okay, I'm Steve
1: Healy. I'm taking the pro. Something that you are going to eat, something that you have already eaten, something that is appetizing, something that your body has refused, something that goes in the top of you, something that comes out the bottom of you. Again and again, we can see the ways in which poop is the opposite of food. Be,
2: just because the qualities of something are the opposite of another thing does not make itself the opposite of that thing. The opposite of poop is pee. It doesn't mean. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? That's, Keep going. <laughs> it doesn't mean that is the thing that is most unlike poop. But what it means in a more, in a sort of less literal sense than what opposite can occasionally, but I would actually argue, not usually means, is that it is the sort of thing that pairs with poop that is unlike poop. It is the thing that it is like, it is the cat to the dog. Uh, Like, if you have to say what the opposite of a dog is, it's not a cloud. It's not the space shuttle, which is less like a dog than a cat is. Mm-hmm. It's a cat because it's the thing that is kind of like it, but is for whatever reason in our minds we have decided that it is the it is its opposite. Mm-hmm. In the same way that the opposite of a man is a woman, the opposite mm-hmm. of poop is mm-hmm. pee. Mm-hmm. These are things that like exist. In some sort of binary way, and I don't mean to imply that uh, men and women—that there aren't—isn't a gender fluid uh, spectrum. I, I, it's not. I, I sort of misstepped there. Healy, you have anything to rebut? This? Clever. <laughs> uh, as
1: I listened to you, I was kind of—it was occurring to me that, like, maybe the we've sort of it took a while for your former professor Jordan Peterson to become mm-hmm. prominent before i realized that what the great debates is is you doing a parody of Jordan Peterson because <laughs> no, i can picture i've only fair. seen a few minutes of that guy's videos but yeah. i could see him in fr- you know a youtube video him in a lecture hall saying uh, that food is not the opposite of poop P is the opposite of Poo. well, he's and right about a lot of things. This is one of the things he would be right about. <laughs> Look, and actually,
2: it's <laughs> funny you mentioned that because Jordan Peterson actually has a lot of like difficult political leanings, but he does understand the very like basic building blocks of our brain and the fundamental ways of sort of like hierarchy and mythology that are deep seated in our brain. And I actually think that there's a reason you thought of Jordan Peterson in this mm-hmm. debate, and it's because of that. It's because you know that the truth is that that. That's the way our brain works. Poop and pee are opposites. Poop and food are not. No one says, in fact, food is actually more, I would say, like the sort of, it's just earlier poop. It's not the opposite of poop. Food actually becomes poop. You wouldn't say that the opposite of a caterpillar is a butterfly. So I I actually think that, like, and I understand that for some reason this debate is, like, for children or something, <laughs> but I stand by the opposite of poop is pee, it's not food.
1: Like a lot of sort of interesting and, yeah, technically correct thinkers, you and Jordan Peterson will be left on the ash heap of history while the rest of us move forward with the knowledge that food is the opposite of poop because... You don't want to eat it. It goes in your mouth. It's, it's something... It's, you feel about it the opposite way that you feel about food. In these ways, don't overthink it out there, guys. Don't overthink no, you it. You have moderate to it. Medina. Oh, it's so wrong. The simple fact is... To get is, to the conclusion that food the opposite of poop you, is food, do your you body is an opposite maker. If you ask a thousand people it what's it the
2: opposite of poop, go. the most common answer will be P, and that's why it is its opposite. Because the... Def- oh. But you understand what I'm saying. Medina... What did you think? Are we okay?
0: <laughs> I thought that was really fun and good. I did too. <laughs> yeah, I, enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I'm yeah. going to go with Dave on this one. That's fine. In the con, Healy, that doesn't mean you did a bad job. You no, did a I great job. I could have done a better job. I loved your opening argument, and I thought, oh, here we go again. Healy's going to win. And then <laughs> Dave, <laughs> yeah, uh, you made a, an interesting and great case that I enjoyed and was moved by. If that's possible. One of Dave's strongest, I think. Food. Yeah.
2: Very good. I hope the toddlers out there enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Before we get too far into any kind of conversation or blabbing about stuff, I wanna just introduce what we're gonna call a nano debate. Oh. Cool. What does that mean? I think we've previously called this a Oh, like a lightning Lightning debate, but Dave wanted to call it a nano debate. seemed fun at the time. I think what that means is two minutes. Sure. Two minutes. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Healy taking the pro. Listener Corey H. submitted this topic. Sam Harris watched the Super Bowl.
1: Okay. I'm Steve Healy. I'm taking the pro. Sam Harris, if you don't know who he is, he's like a prominent atheist, uh, basically professional atheist podcaster and whatever. I don't know a ton about him, except that his mom created Golden Girls, mm-hmm. which That's I think true. is cool, Susan and his Harris. thing is, being an atheist, I think that the Super Bowl would probably revolt him, because it's a lot of it is a sort of pageantry of American patriotism, but I think he also likes to sort of check in as like a normal guy, he's got a pretty broad reach, he's a media figure, I think he is fairly savvy about connecting with people, so I think he he's not quite the contrarian who'd make a point of not watching the Super Bowl, I think his life is natural enough that he probably ended up watching the Super Bowl like most uh, media-connected Americans.
2: Well, if you knew one more thing about Sam Harris, it might be the piece of information that he's also a neuroscientist. And I think that Sam Harris would, as well as anyone, understand the horrors of a football game. And so I don't think he watches any football games because he knows that people's minds are deteriorating in front of his eyes. And I think given his expertise in the field, he understands as well as anyone the devastation that the game is having on the men who play it. So I don't think he derives any pleasure from watching it. I think there's a chance that he tuned in for something like the halftime show or he maybe like was curious mm-hmm. about the final result, but that's not watching the Super Bowl. Sam Harris has better things to do than to watch Super Bowl. I don't see him like hosting a party or even going to one. I think he
1: probably has had a nice night with his family or with his friends. Okay, unfortunately Dave's argument is not the killer that he thinks it is because at this point most of us know that people's brains are being hurt by playing football and yet we all still continue to watch the Super Bowl that ratings have not dropped off that significantly. The game, you know, knowing that people are sacrificing their minds to play this game hasn't stopped Super Bowl viewership, It's still the most viewed television sport.
2: Well, as a matter of fact, NFL viewership was down this season and some people believe that as a matter of fact, because of people understanding more and more the devastation of CTE and
1: subconcussive. It's because they hated trauma. seeing players disrespect our veterans by not standing for the national anthem. Mm. 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 That's a
2: tough one. Mm-hmm. We could find out, right? Yeah, provable. You could. T- provable. Do you want?
1: You want t- Let's ask Brand. Text him. Yeah. Okay.
2: Do it right now. Well, we're in host chat. Oh, I'm sorry. How did we get Sam Harris and Jordan Peterson in the, in the same? No one saw we're that on the, Really cool. Yeah. Because yeah. they've had some real elevated
0: debates.
2: Yeah. They Are go they, at it. They do? They had a whole podcast on Sam Harris's podcast that was. It was supposed to be like a free-ranging discussion, and their first talk just ended up being entirely about the nature of truth. And at the end of it, Sam Harris was like, I'm not really sure what happened here. We got a little lost in the weeds. Maybe our listeners can explain what I'm missing. And then they
1: had a whole second d- uh, debate. To discussion. me, the definition of these guys is getting a little lost in the weeds. These are mm-hmm. professional lost in the weeds bros. <laughs> mm-hmm. Medina, what do you think of the debate?
0: I... Uh, and I'm thinking that may, like what I what I can glean about this dude is that he's probably like not the kind of guy that he the kind of guy that would stand on the principle of not tuning in. Yeah,
1: I think so. I think he's going he to. I'd love to know. Is well, that probably we'll find right? I'm yeah. we'll get back to you. Okay. Are we into
2: host chat? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, if you want to be. We're in host chat, baby. Let's get in. Are you willing to play a game, Dave? I'm always willing to play a game. Uh, Dave,
0: you're a great game player. You're a good gamesman. You. Uh,
1: I had some requests from listeners. You know, we played a game. We played tough impressions, Mm -hmm, and then that sort of spun out into tough customers, which Mm. was Dave had to do a series of Mm -hmm. customers. This is kind of a spin from that. This is tough. You're going to play tough kid customers. Okay. All right. So basically you're going to be asked, I'm going to present you with some scenarios and you're going to have to do an impression. All of them are going to be children or people at a child centric event. And you're going to play the role of an aggrieved child customer. Okay. (sighs) Are you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. But what, what does this have to do with debates? It's, it's all a matter of uh, mental mm-hmm. nimbleness oh, okay. and verbal flexibility. Hose Chat is
0: the time when we take a moment, we take a break from right. debates, yeah. and we let people get to know Put who, aside the debate, that's who, right. the who the debaters are, yeah. where they're coming from, what their personalities are like.
1: Okay, yeah. so today we're going to do that via an imaginary scenario where <laughs> I am a children's clown who's just performed at a birthday party. Okay. And then I'm going to give you some sort of setups, and you're going to do impressions of different children responding to the clown. And what was the clown's name? Uh, Marcus the Clown. Okay. All right. Marcus. Mar- Marcus Parkus the Clown. Marcus what? Marcus Farkus. Marcus Farkus. Oh, yeah. Marcus Farkus. All right. I'm into it now. Okay. So, first kid, you're, yeah. you're eight years old. Oh. No, sorry. You're six years old. <laughs> what difference <First>. does <laughs> The eight-year-old wouldn't be acting this way with a clown. Oh, oh I'm sure. Your name Oops. is Peter. Okay. And you're coming at this. You'd like to someday be a clown yourself. Uh-huh. You have a kind of a performative streak, uh-huh. and you're coming up to the clown after the show, and you want to make sure to let him know a little bit that you didn't think he was that great of a clown. Okay. Okay. And I will play Marcus. You're playing Marcus. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hi! Did you enjoy the show? No, it's
2: okay. Oh, you're the clown. Yeah, Marcus Parker I'm Peter, and I didn't think. Can I say something? Yeah, yeah, sure. I didn't think you were that good as a clown, and I don't <laughs> like your. I think your face is okay, but it could be more colors. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That's if good. I were a clown, and oh. I will, be, I will be a clown. I'll have more colors, and
1: I will be, be- a little better. But thank you. <laughs> that was great. It was really good. I felt you formed a character, and I okay. wish
0: that uh, people that were listening could see Dave's face because he really went to a place that was sort of like sweet and and a little frightened, yeah. but also like with some purpose and wanted to persevere. He
1: had he captured the way kids sort of. Attack (laughs) and pull back. Okay, next Mm. up, you are Alice. Again six.
2: I just want to say I hate this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Wait, I'm six again. You're six, yeah. And you're coming up to Marcus Farkas. Sort of what's uh, what's on your mind is trying to assess how much you're at the. You're trying to figure out how much the clown is the clown versus how much how much is Marcus Farkas really Marcus Farkas versus how much is it an act? Okay, I you're got that it. kind. Yeah. Maybe you'll grow up to be a lawyer. We don't know, but you're a, it's <laughs> fairly precocious. Six, six <laughs> like old. all children, Alice. I might grow up to be a. lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> well, not every child. What? Not every child has the shot to grow up to be a lawyer. What think. a horrible thing to say. Of course they do. No, a really, really dumb kid probably not going to grow up to be a lawyer. That's not true.
2: Okay, well, this is a separate debate. Separate debate. You
1: don't think there are really dumb lawyers out there?
2: Well, All right. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Hi. Um. Hi. Mr. Marcus? Hi. Yeah. Hi. When you go home, are you still... Do you still look like that?
1: Well, I take my makeup off when I'm not making people laugh at a party so you have a diff you have a clown
2: home and a regular home
1: Well, my wife says it's a clown home, but, but I think it's a regular home
2: your wife I, mom <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> that was yeah. good.
1: Okay. Good little scene. Are you scene.
2: getting something out of this? Is this? A, I, I, I look, think
1: what I'm <laughs> getting out of it is the joy of watching you perform. It's, I, true. it's you. true. You're torturing you. It's hey, true, man. You okay. have a gift, and if it's my job right. to get that out of you through different means, that's okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Now you're a child named Hayes. Okay. Also six years old. Why are they all six? And you, it's a six-year-old birthday party.
2: I'm sorry. Oh, I see that and, actually makes
1: sense. Yeah, and you're really what you what you're feeling as you approach Marcus Farkas is you're very happy that you were not made fun of. That oh, was your okay. big fear, and okay. Marcus Farkas didn't make fun of you. You're a little bit overweight for a six-year-old. Oh, but he didn't hit you on that. Mm-hmm. And you just want you're coming up to the clown to express express your gratitude. Okay hello hi hi
2: I'm, uh that was funny oh good Thank you. and i want to say thank you yeah uh because my mom says i'm <laughs> i'm handsome and i'm and i my body's okay <laughs> i have a good body my body is normal and you didn't say that it was bad and i that was what i wanted today and then it happened <laughs> my name i'm Hayes. okay that was great wow <laughs>
0: Good, okay. good.
2: I feel a little somehow
1: <laughs> exploitative, or I feel like this is some It's sort weird. Of, it's it, clearly weird. Well, maybe this one, might. this is the last one, make, oh, make you feel dude, a little better, play. because you don't have to be a kid this time. <laughs> okay, good. This right. one, you're Sarah Beth, mother, okay. 41, uh-huh. and you're coming up, look... You're not gonna sleep with Marcus Farkas, but uh-huh. you are interested in just having <laughs> okay. a little flirty. Am I still married? Or what's you're going married, but okay. your husband's not here. You maybe had a little too much wine. Okay, you're coming up to Marcus Farkas to just thank him for the show. Okay. Marcus, very uh-huh. good show. Oh, thank I, you. Really yep. thank you. Oh, thank you.
2: Yeah. Is one of these
1: kids yours? Or
2: yeah, what's your? Just tell me what's your real name. It's not Marcus. Well, right? it's Mark. Oh, Mark, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And the makeup, you did that yourself. I did well, Can yeah, I, I did. Yeah. And here I would like sort of smear my thumb oh, on your yeah, cheek. Oh, you yeah, I love it. Ooh, Very thanks. good. Yeah. My son is turning seven. It's not for oh. a few months, but I should get your information right now.
1: Great.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was I feel dirty.
1: Tough I kill customers. Oof. Uh, yeah. I a bizarre
0: have... game that made us all feel kind of am- amused but also uncomfortable. Look,
1: th- w- there was nothing and then there was something. <laughs> <laughs> and it was that game.
0: Okay, I've let's get into a main here. Main, yeah. main, main, um, main. But main. I, here's the thing I don't know who should take the pro. Do you want me to tell well, you what the, the top is? What's the top? The top is trains are better than boats.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah. I love trains. I love, tra-
0: I love both of these. I things. love
1: boats. Which is more life affirming? I don't know. There That's is the an, real question. Can't.
0: Should we flip a coin? Well, you no. could
1: also, we could always just switch it to be. Well, let's start. I'll take the pro on trains. Okay. Damn, are Wait,
2: you what okay? Were you I kind of wanted trains. Do you want trains? train? Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh. No, Hueling?
2: I'll take boats. Go ahead. I oh, love boats. Want boats. Go, 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 okay. go, go. go, Just go. taking the pro.
0: Trains are better than boats.
1: Okay. I'm going to be sportsman like and not introduce the fact that you yourself would prefer trains as evidence <laughs> in the debate, but okay. <laughs> okay. I'm Steve Healy. Yeah. I'm taking the pro. Trains are better than boats. And unfortunately for me, I have to make a largely negative case, which is that boats are a huge pain in the ass. Owning a boat is a nightmare. The boat Going down to the marina, dealing with the boat, getting the boat out. Like, every once in a while, you're in a super tight ferry boat, and that works out great. But on a stormy day, somebody is seasick. The actual boat trip, I think, way more romanticized than actually enjoyed. If you actually remember the last ferry ride or boat ride you were on if you were lucky to take one i bet you didn't enjoy it all that much and most of the boats in the world are boring ass container ships that don't have any romance or luxury on the other hand compare that to seeing a huge you know 100 car freight train going down the Union Pacific line. And even if there's nothing interesting on it, it's just cool to see that train go down the line, chugging away, pulled by the engine, on that track there's so many good songs about trains. The idea of riding that train, you know, it's just cool. The train heroes are great. Casey Jones is good. The Caboose is good. The engineer is good. There's model boats are kind of fun, but you associate that with, you know, a sort of stodgy grandpa. The model train is a little more exciting. Every kid loves to at least look at a model train. There's a train at Disneyland. I, I I'm going to get lost in praising the train, but let me just leave it there and say boats are painy Most boats stink. Most boat rides are not that fun. Even the worst train is kind of cool. Trains are better than boats.
2: One of the great things that boats... i got to stand up. One of the great things that boats have going for it is the variety of boats that you can have. Boats range from a tiny little motorboat that you take out on the lake to, or a, even a canoe to go fishing in to, a, to like you said, a cruise liner. To a, a boat that sails around the world with 400, 4,000 people and has every amenity known to man on it. You said that most boats are like container, giant container, boring freighters or whatever. Two points for that, first of all, you yourself went on a, uh, whatever it was, one of the most boring boats, quote unquote, boring boats on earth uh, in the Ridiculous Race. You wrote about it beautifully, you befriended Filipino crewmen, you had an incredible time, you learned more on that than you have, I would guarantee that on any train ride in your life. The truth is that most trains are actually commuter trains. They're boring, they're overcrowded, they're stuffy, and they're designed for a very sort of... uh you know, for lack of a better word, like soul-crushing purpose, which is to get you back and forth to work in the big city. Not so the boat. Here's what I'd ask your our listeners to think of. Which of you do you get more excited about? We're going out on the boat today versus we're taking a train to X. The boat. You're out in the sun, the fresh air. You're out on the sea. How often do you actually get that salt watery air feel the things that you can do on a boat you could fish you could play music you could jump into the water you can't do anything on a train other than sit there and read and talk to your friends you could do all of those things on a boat there's nothing you can do on a train that you can't do on a boat and the things that you can do on a boat are so much more incredible than things you could do on a train boats blow trains
1: pardon the phrase out of the water Okay, I've got four key points that I want to get to. All of them spinning out of things Dave said, because as he so often does in making his own case, he revealed if he just taken a, just gone that step further, you would have seen the truth of the matter, which is that trains are better than boats. First of all, Dave spoke about the range of boats as though that was some kind of kill shot on trains. To the contrary, there is a range of trains, my friends. There is the subway. The New York City subway is a train. How useful is that then at disney world the train that goes around there is a train a roller coaster arguably is a train no the trans-iberian trans- railroad is a train i think we need okay, to okay, okay, to the moderator here <laughs> are you willing know, really to withdraw that i don't know no actually i want to i want to hear a ruling on i that. gotta think about it Okay. I'll get back. He's going to gonna you. think about it, but it, it's not really necessary for me. my argument. It's a ride. A fr- so anything from the subway to a freight train to the luxury train. The di- think of the difference. The cost, The two going going examples you gave were the subway and the monorail. The examples I
2: gave were. Could you have the on monorail? A you said the train at Disneyland. There's a, a train the mon- and a monorail. Wow, separate. and they're both almost exactly the same. <laughs> they're, they're both, both between you 10 ride. and 14 feet wide and 100 feet long, and they carry passengers on a rail. The difference that I've given you is between the vastness of difference between a canoe and a cruise Let me liner. continue
1: with my points. Dave, again, thinking that he had a killer argument, raised the prospect of the fact that you know most trains are commuter trains. Yeah, that's true. That's because trains are useful. Most boats aren't commuter boats because the commuter boats just aren't that useful. Unless you live in some remote archipelago, you're just not taking a boat anywhere. It's <clears throat> not that good for you. I, it's not that necessary. You know most one of the people, most, you know, of the most gonna, popular tourist attractions in New York City? The Staten Island Ferry. A commuter boat. One of the few commuter boats. Do you think anybody <laughs> goes to New York City and doesn't have the thrill of riding on the subway? Yes. Doesn't use the Many subway to get from place to place? don't use the subway. And if they do, they're doing it more out of a matter
2: of uh, efficiency and necessity than out of some sense of joy. People don't... You can't see the goddamn (laughs) uh, Statue of Liberty on the subway. You're not out in the open air thinking about what it was like to come to the new world. If you're riding uh, the fucking A train. Look, no and I love the
1: New York subway. You think about what it was like to be an immigrant riding the subway to Coney Island. More so, well, where does the Staten Island Ferry leave from? Somewhere down in south of Manhattan. Yeah, it goes somewhere in Staten Island. I, I don't really know. Grand Central Station. What? The train station itself, that's a whole category of beautiful geography that Dave completely left out. Yeah, really picture yourself going to the marina. Do you like doing that? Or going to the ferry terminal, the ferry building. Does that sound good? No, but going to the train station is fantastic. uh, Union Station, Grand Central Station. These are the buildings of our imagination. They have been for over 100 years. Finally, Dave Dave threw out in his argument, he mentioned how how often do you get to go down to the marina and get on a boat? again, defeating his own argument. You just don't get to go on a boat that often because because they're not that useful. That's why it's great. It's special, but but that doesn't make it better. You know, uh, uh, dessert isn't better than food, the everyday food that we need. You think dessert isn't food? I don't think it's... uh, It's not better than the staples of life that we need. I think we're onto something here with the... Both the sort of like... Because you raised the question,
2: when was the last time you were on a boat? And we've also been talking about recreational purposes of being on a Mm -hmm. boat or a train versus Mm -hmm. transportational, if you will. Mm -hmm. The last time I was on a boat was a transportational situation. I took the ferry to and from Catalina Island. I had to do so several times delightful experience every time. Out on the water, you get to see the island approach, and then as you leave, you get to see the island fade into the distance. You see the casino of Catalina Bro, approaching. You, you, you get to... Treat yourself to the
1: Amtrak the, up to San Luis Obispo. They're having wine tastings. There's a dining on car. The train. You're watching California roll right past you. You're going in areas where cars don't okay, go. You're People talking leave about, themselves okay, exposed to the you, train in ways they never do with a, a car. That's a recreational purpose. No, it's not. It's a transportation purpose. What what business did you have in
2: San Luis Obispo?
1: Well, what business did you have in Catalina? I was working show. Okay, but you could have easily taken a train to San Luis Obispo if you had business up there. People are taking the train for business all the time. The Acela Accord. Joe Biden's riding the train back and forth from Delaware to Washington. He loves it. You gonna say Joe Biden's wrong? I'm not gonna say
2: Joe Biden's wrong, but I'm gonna say that like who that like I'm trying to think of like a famous person who loves boats. No, <laughs> <laughs> you won't you Kanye, won't pick a one. Like pretty much every like how often is Kanye Jagger? really on a
1: boat? I don't know, but the and bo- if Kanye again, had to give up every boat he'd ever been on, but keep the New York City subway, what do you think he'd keep? The Jay-Z! boat. Are
2: you out of your mind? Jay-Z! 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 The named, named after subway? a train. Name What's a rapper
1: that? who's named after a boat name a rapper jay-z is named after a subway line
2: right uh, okay his apparently. name
1: comes from the jay-z line right that connects in in brooklyn where he's from marcy houses or whatever right yeah, that has nothing to do with no he took a name from than, the, the romance yeah. the romance and the magic of trains
2: Guarantee is so if you ask jay-z now would you rather take a train from new york to miami or a boat or both it'll take three days He's not taking... Of course, he take a three day boat trip. You out of your. This is my closing statement. If you were to ask Jay Z, would you rather take the train or a three day boat trip from New York to Miami? Of course, his answer is. Load up the boat. I've Disagree. Jay Z is a guy who yacht. gets it. I've got my family. I'm ready to go. It'll be the time of our lives. I don't want to be stuck on a train okay. with all my entire posse and entourage for, for as long
1: two days. I don't want to sleep in a sleeper car. I'm Jay Z. Once again, I'm going to use Dave's final argument against him. <laughs> uh, you say to Jay Z, "Do you want to take a private train car from New York to Miami?" Yeah, that sounds What's like the something best a best king private would do. Train yes, car you've ever of seen? of course. It would be gr- majestic. Jay Z would. It's totally to get that. that because he would love to take a private Day tra- Dave, you blew it. He, the the train train be quiet, has limitations, please. Be quiet. Admit private. that you already made your closing argument, no. and now I'm using, you, using it against you, and you're I, defeated. you introduced a new point, point. I believe a that A train from rebuttal. New York to Miami is going to take forever, or a boat, rather, is going to take forever. It's going to be tedious. Somebody's going to be getting seasick. Beyonce doesn't want to do that, but she, Jay-Z shows her at Grand Central Station into her private train car. She's going to love that. It's sad now. You think you're running up the score,
2: and in actuality, you've dug yourself an even bigger hole, and it's sad to me. Medina,
0: thoughts? I, 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 I'm going with boats. Yeah, baby. Healy's mad, but listen, man, this isn't one of those close calls that we've had. Like, I do think that the boats really, and I'm surprised. I didn't expect it to be that way at the beginning of the debate, but I do think that the now I see that the boats are better. Oh, Healy is. <laughs> Hyping hot. I don't know Speech. what kind of makeup call this
1: is or it's what you're not, doing. I promise but it's not, you're really man. Well, I promise I'm one it's that not. I think no. I, Every one of your arguments I threw back in your face. It was like playing tennis where I'm Serena and you're like some chump from the country club. It was it was, I think, it was easy for me.
0: Well, really I believe that. From a listener's standpoint or at least a moderator's standpoint, I think what happened is... I liked the idea that the uh, initially that the train was like a, a a better thing, and then the the container ships obviously very boring and the. But like then you know when when you get a vivid picture of what it's like to be out on a boat, it's such a special and fun experience. Oh. <laughs> and the debate really took me there, as opposed to the okay the rough hey, look, parts. You about, can't argue you with you know,
1: where it took you. You, you know, know what I'm saying? part of the job is to take the moderator somewhere.
0: Well, guys, that was an excellent debate. That was good, really fun and funny and enjoyable. And helium, sorry, did that you, at you at feel least that this enjoy way. it? Did you I, enjoy yourself? I did until yeah. the end. Uh, yeah. I get it. Of course, you know? of course. What are you going to do? Do you do? think
1: the Pats enjoyed playing in this year's Super Bowl? Yeah, no, probably.
0: probably until the end.
1: Yeah, until yeah. yeah. the
0: end. Yeah. Okay. Rough. okay. Well, on that note, we'll close it out. <laughs> Thanks for joining us in the great debates. The Great Debates is produced by Mark Caricello. The theme song was composed by Christopher Knight. The debaters are Steve Healy and Dave King. And the podcast is moderated by Dan Medina.